Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. The tangents is we continue all the way to episode 339 of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather knowing that something else is more important than fear. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like a direct one virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany still in Maine. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. And hopefully Chrissy will be joining us as soon as Jared gets home. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poor Jared is stuck in traffic. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's never fun. Been there, done that. Yep. Probably should have a t-shirt. but. Uh-huh. Anyways, we need to do the news first. Not really a whole lot of news other than the Emmy Awards were last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, uh, you had uh, some interesting things happen as far as winners um mm-hmm. so um uh un- unfortunately um uh the uh disney plus stuff didn't necessarily you know win as much as we would have liked you know mm-hmm. biased um but they did but both uh both wandavision and the mandalorian did walk away with a handful of Emmys, uh, mostly technical ones, because mm-hmm. um, that's the way things roll in yeah. the geek world. Is the fun stuff gets all the technical awards. Um, so, uh, but uh, the Mandalorian did win for outstanding sound mixing for a comedy or drama series, a one-hour comedy or drama series. Um, it won for outstanding visual effects in a season or movie. Understandable. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> outstanding stunt coordination. Mm-hmm. Outstanding mm-hmm. stunt performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, outstanding cinematography for a single camera series half hour. I don't know how it won for a one hour and then a half hour, but. Um, Mm, not gonna quibble. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, um, kind of like in between. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Um, outstanding prosthetic makeup. Um, outstanding music composition for a series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all deserved. Um uh, WandaVision won for Outstanding Production Design for a Narrative Program. Um, mm-hmm. Also won for Outstanding Fights. F- f- I can't speak. Outstanding <laughs> Fantasy Sci-Fi Costumes. 
specifically for the episode film before a live studio audience. <laughs> um, and outstanding original music and lyrics for it was Agatha all along. All along. <laughs> <laughs> song that's still stuck in everyone's head months later. Uh -huh. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, we uh, uh hey there's Chrissy. Chrissy. Hello, Yay. hey. Yeah, we went to this um gymnastics place that uh you know they, they have birthday parties and stuff for for one of my cousins and uh they had like a soundtrack of um disney songs playing and agatha all along was in there and i was just like really hey that is an <laughs> emmy award-winning song now so <laughs> i i know i know it's just they're you know it's an earworm and sometimes yes. i'm a little well bit... as soon as as soon as chauncey got to that point to that to that reveal in wandavision after every every anytime he does something that you know makes me look at him like why did you do that you weirdo he's like it was Agatha, agatha's fault <laughs> <laughs> she did it i'm like whatever mm -hmm. <laughs> um so uh falcon and winter soldier didn't win anything that it was nominated for although it was nominated in several of the same technical categories as the mandalorian which the mandalorian did win so can't uh it still goes to the house of mouse at the end of the day <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I'd, ra I'd rather mandalorian win than falcon anyway sorry yeah. mm -hmm. um but then the crown of course being the crown walked away with several including outstanding directing for a drama series uh, outstanding drama series outstanding guest actress in a drama series claire foy for her return appearances queen a younger queen elizabeth ii um outstanding cinematography for a single camera series outstanding casting um outstanding supporting actress jillian anderson as margaret thatcher outstanding supporting actor in a in a drama series tobias menzes as prince philip um outstanding lead actress in a drama series olivia coleman as queen elizabeth ii just adding to her collection of bling um outstanding lead actor in a drama series josh o'connor's prince charles um and then some more technical, outstanding single camera picture editing, outstanding writing for drama. So, yay. So, woohoo. <laughs> Award season is back. <laughs> um, and then that's it really for the news. So, but we've got some feedback. Uh, we got a comment uh, from Brian about our episode um, of our last Big Finish episode, All Hail the Great Talking Bird. Um, and Brian says, I just finished this one. Quite a few differences than other audio dramas. The use of curse words was a bit shocking and very much darker tone with amputation and other things. A giant morphing penguin is a great idea for a companion, though. <laughs> yep. Yes, it is. Yep, yep will not argue there yep um and then we got some feedback from shalane and shalane i will let you know now i have cut out some of your feedback because it contains spoilers for shang chi and we're still trying to keep Brittany 
unspoiled. <laughs> so I, she may hear this and be like, I wrote more than that. Sorry, I, I took out the spoilery bits. <laughs> so it's Aileen, I'm I'm slow this time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh but yeah, she agrees. Shang-Chi was awesome. Um uh and she says uh we should watch the Marvel Legends stuff on Disney Plus. Um Aquafina's character Katie was great. She says she was her favorite, loved her outfits. Um she says funny because she's now in two movies that have involved dragons because <laughs> she's also in Ryan the Last Dragon. Um, okay. and then of course, um, uh, the, uh, Venn diagram of Disney related people who've also been in crazy rich Asians is slowly becoming a circle, um, <laughs> uh, because both Aquafina and Michelle Yeoh, who plays a character in Shang-Chi, um, are, have, were both in crazy rich Asians along with, uh, Ronnie Ching, who plays John John. Um, he was also in it, and actually, she hasn't made her debut yet. But also in Crazy Rich Asians, what is Gemma Chan, who is going to be Cersei in Eternals? So, so that's kind of cool. Mm hmm. It's like they look at the cast list of Crazy Rich Asians and they're like, yeah, we'll just take all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it seems like it. These people are talented. This, no. <laughs> um, she also says she loves the, the, the flashbacks, um, the, the chemistry and, and the showing the family relationships there is pretty awesome. Um, she also likes the scene on the plane with the airline attendant asking about food options. <laughs> Yeah, she says she's all she's all she's almost been to San Francisco. She's seen it from a distance. <laughs> uh, but she would like to go and see some of the places that have filmed in San Francisco's like uh, the Parent Trap, Ant-Man and appropriately enough. The Princess Diaries. <laughs> um, and then she also asked. You should mention that. Yeah. And then she also yeah. asked if we consider Iron Man 3 a Christmas movie since uh, some of it takes place around Christmas. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? Yeah. I mean, I've watched it around Christmas time before, so. So it was just like yeah. never like, ooh, let's watch the Christmas movie. It's like, ooh, it's Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Pretty I just much. watch I just watch Iron Man all year round. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, Tony Stark. Yeah. The the the, the seasonless. Die, yeah. The, the diehard thing kind of started out as a meme and now it's reached. Yeah. So mm -hmm. something greater, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. But there you go. Thank you, Shalane and Brian, for your comments. Mm -hmm. Indeed. We appreciate it. Um, and then, as we alluded there, <laughs> one of Shalane's <laughs> movies that have been filmed in San Francisco. How appropriate. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this week we're talking about the Princess Diaries movies. <laughs> yes. Probably more the first one than the second one. Well, we'll, we'll touch upon the second one. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. actually, I, I watched the second one um, and you know, I wasn't sure just because because uh, a lot of times sequels yeah especially with like comedies mm-hmm. are really Maybe. hard to live up to the 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 uh, the, the predecessor uh because sometimes because comedy it could just be so subjective yeah and it's like you got like like if you get the comedy right in the first one and mm-hmm. then all you do in the second is just kind of copy it it's sort of like eh. yeah but Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. but I was actually genuinely amused with the second one and enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's. So, I, I think, but I think a lot of I think a lot of it with both of these movies is the cast and yeah, the chemistry yeah. for the cast. Mm-hmm. For sure, my mm-hmm. my big thing. This movie came out, I guess, just at the right time for me. I was just in that awkward, weird, you know, teenage phase, and it's you know. Like, like I had a, I had a joke. So, so there's that bit at the beginning of the first one where um, the principal's walking through and, and you know, she says hi to Lily. And then she goes, Lily's friend. And I had an email address that was Lily's friend. Because <laughs> I was like, I was, I just, you know, you, you just kind of feel like you're ignored that people don't really care about you you know that kind mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of thing and then wouldn't it be amazing to you know find out all of a sudden guess guess what you're heir to the you're, you're royalty you're a princess you get to you your your life is actually pretty sweet except it's normal and now everybody wants to you know schmooze up to you because now you're cool mm-hmm. um but really, not everybody the the the, the bully well, the, the mean cheerleader well, uh, does course. not give two craps no that is true although <laughs> although she she did try to schmooze her a little bit and try to but anyway yeah but we'll, we'll get to that but it's it, this one's always been my favorite I know it's not like a, a top favorite of everybody um but it's just it's it's just got that that sweet squishy warm place in my heart of mm-hmm. you know it was the first Anne Hathaway movie I saw it's Julianne it's her playing. first movie that is true <laughs> that is true <laughs> and it's it's just fun it's it's just a fun sweet film mm-hmm. um it doesn't have a whole lot of expectation to it but it's i don't know it's just one of those that it it, it hit me where i live at yeah. the time yeah 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 and for from what i understand because i've never read the books because these are based on like there's a whole uh, mess of yeah. books but like other than like name like yeah like some of the character names <laughs> this is so far removed from right. the book the the first one is yeah. based on an at one of the actual books the second one not so much um, yeah but it, this is like so far removed from yeah the book in it in from what i understand actually the best way possible because a yes. lot of the characters are just not likable no like me as grandmother I, is like a bitch yes her parents her dad is actually alive but her parents like hate each other her dad's like a philanderer and just sleeps like all over the place and and mia herself in the books like i read the book after i saw the movie because i didn't know it was a book first i read the book after and i'm just like 
I don't like you. Go away. Mm-hmm. And I like, Mia's not... like really like shallow. Yes. In in the books. So I, yeah. I think Mia, I think Book mm-hmm. Mia is what is kind of uh they they toned they toned Book Mia down and made her Lily instead, quite frankly. Um I mean like like movie Lily is fine. But I, but when as I was reading the book, I'm like, are we sure this is the right character? Like, who is this? This isn't this isn't Mia. Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I have never been able to read any of Meg Cabot's stuff just because I read I read Princess Diaries and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Like, how how can how can you like this person at all? Yeah, yeah. From, so this that's... is one of the real times read the movies rather than the book. Yes, yes, actually. Okay. I will. I've never read the uh, book, so I was actually curious about them. Yeah, about it's, it. if you like the movie, you won't like the book. Yeah. Okay. And and a lot of that, I think we can, um, I don't know what else. Gina Wencoast, she wrote, she wrote the screenplay for the first one. She just worked on the second one, but she has a, sole credit for the first one um she doesn't have a lot of writing credits and actually hasn't really done a whole lot since huh that surprises Um, me she did some she did tv she did a whole bunch of tv um before going into the movies the only thing she did before the princess diaries is she wrote the screen uh wrote coyote ugly Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay then. Now that you saw the humor, that makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know, but I think so, also uh, a lot of it has to do with the fact that both this one and the second movie were directed by Gary Marshall. That yes, too. Yeah. That mm-hmm. definitely. That definitely makes makes a difference. And he there is a different a definite style to a Gary Marshall film, and you either love it or you mm-hmm. hate it. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, it, this that... is the same guy that gave us Pretty Woman. Uh huh. And yeah, did he direct Never Been Kissed? I feel like he I, he was in it. I think. <sighs> now I gotta look that up. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Uh, of course, IMDb decides to move to a snail's pace. Um, yeah, here we go. Uh, he would, yeah, he was in Never Been Kissed. Uh, let's see, right? I don't want writing credits. Oh, I Raja, want directing. Raja Gosnell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Gary Marshall didn't direct it, but he was in it. Yeah, no, he directed movies like uh, Beaches, <laughs> Pretty Woman. Um, Runaway Bride. Um, so. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a talented, talented dude. So, may he rest mm-hmm. in peace. Um, <clears throat> oh, but you just, you know, you think of gary marshall and i think of penny marshall and like oh they're both funny uh so <laughs> yep. they, they just kind of have that that sen- uh, sense of humor that i think fits uh with, with something like this um so um but yeah i mean this was this was anne hathaway's first movie um her first at least starring role i think she had like a teeny tiny bit part it's something before this um and you know there were a ton 
of actresses that were considered and even asked, um, you know, presented with this role. Be like, hey, you interested? And they all turn it down. Uh, like one of the big ones was Liv Tyler. Um, but she, yeah, she ended up she ended up turning it down, which freed her up to you know do those little uh, fantasy movies that filmed <laughs> in New Zealand instead. Yeah, you may, you may, you may I have know seen what it. you're talking about. Yeah. That 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 may have been a better choice for her. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so Anne, uh, <laughs> Anne being Anne is what got her this role. Um, she auditioned, and in the audition, um, she actually, <laughs> uh, almost not exactly, but very similar to the scene in the first movie where Mia falls out of her chair and did that in the audition. <laughs> Oh gosh, <laughs> she fell out of the chair. <laughs> um, and um, when uh, Gary was looking at the uh, footage of auditions, his granddaughters, who end up uh, making appearances in both movies, um, yeah, Mia's grandmother's line about nepotism in the second movie. <laughs> is all the more funny when you start realizing just how many people's family members end up in both of these movies but we'll get to that yeah Um, but yeah gary's uh granddaughters um were watching as well or walked in the room or whatever and they saw ann's audition tape and they told him he has to hire her because she has the best princess hair (laughs) <laughs> and then they cover it up in a wig for the first little bit yes the beast yes <laughs> the hair beast known as the beast oh my gosh <laughs> you know apparently some of, some everybody of get... on the cast and crew hated that thing just because it was so outrageous because it, you know they really needed because Anne's hair was just apparently princess worthy uh so they needed to hide that so yeah they gave her a, a hairpiece that became known as the beast and then the unibrow all those little hairs had to be individually glued on it took her an app took her took uh oh like the makeup people an hour just to do her eyebrows because all those individual hairs had to be glued on <laughs> now, now see this is oh i don't want to say this is a criticism i have of the movie because you know hair makeup whatever but I have naturally curly hair. My hair does that hair piecing naturally if I don't, you know, glue it down with, well, I don't glue it down, but with mousse and all, you know, work and all that yeah. stuff. And I'm sitting here going like, you know, watching this movie, I'm like, how come her hair never goes back to that big poof? The frizz. You know, the frizz. Because I because straightening, straightening curly hair uh that takes forever i hardly yeah. ever i haven't done it in years i I used to do it from time to time but there are chemical things you can do to kind of beat yeah. curly hair into submission and make it sleek and and straight and um i guess with some hair you do it often enough your hair just kind of forgets how to be curly after a while but it wouldn't be that princessy well <laughs> you don't have pablo that is true. I don't have Pablo. 
You don't have you don't have Pablo to uh, turn you into a moose and make all the boy moose go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot that was in the second movie. I'm like, wait a second, uh, that's that scene. Oh, Pablo. <sighs> yeah, I mean, on the surface, the first movie is, is I mean, it's it's pretty tropey, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's done in a not fun. so good looking girl that we can yeah. all tell is actually really good looking. Uh, you know, gets a makeover and in the process has a, a uh, you know it changes her relationship with the the people around her. Yeah. In this case, it, you know, it starts at puts a, a wedge between her and Lily for a while until Lily finds out exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which it doesn't last like that 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 rift i guess doesn't last very long well until like you know she she bails and goes to the party instead of on her her cable show but i mean it's it's a little more than just oh she got a makeover and now she you know she wears heels and wears fancy dresses and whatever like it's all this all this work to kind of to kind of discover a world that she was born into but never got to to experience because of of her parents decisions when she was Mm -hmm. younger and like getting to know her grandmother and you know the relationship between her her and her grandma like that that's one of my favorite things about this movie is Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews are just so so brilliant together which is you know a big a a big chunk of why I, I do enjoy the second one even if it's not quite as much I don't I don't love it quite as much as I love the first one but you know things like you know she she has princess lessons with her grandmother and then they go then they go have a break and go to you know shows you know Mia shows Queen Clarice around San Francisco and they go like to the to the the wharf and they eat corn dogs and they play (laughs) whack-a-mole and and they crash the car and and all these things so it's more about like it's like you know here's all these things that that you were born for you were born to do and then also here's here's a really really cool grandmother like they could have played her as the really strict oh you know this is how Thai society is and and this is what so you know years you know there's so many problems with you and I have to fix it but they didn't play the grandmother like that and I really appreciated that because they could have just made it just this overbearing you know it's my way or the highway sort of sort of relationship and they they didn't it was a it was a grandmother and a granddaughter you know mm-hmm. they're both trying to figure this out mm-hmm. and there's not really a villain so much in this movie it's more just it's the situation of you know Mia has to learn how to be a princess and have that presence because there's no one else to inherit the throne except you know you're gonna send it to the 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 baron and the baroness i can't remember their name but i always remember the joke may you always be baron (laughs) (laughs) i love i love i think he's the prime minister i think so yeah i love him and just how how sweet everyone is to mia because they all they all realize like in the genovian um side of things they all realize that she is she has no idea what she's doing so they like make a point to make her comfortable and 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 you know they're like at the dinner they're like oh she didn't realize it was frozen we should take that much too and so they don't so she doesn't look stupid they all look so they all they all look stupid together (laughs) (laughs) and 
all suffer brain freeze together. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the that's the thing is like you know the 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 fact that it, you know in the first one Mia is fifteen, getting ready to turn sixteen. So you know that's why uh-huh. she's you know she's got a car that she's slowly getting you know trying to get restored. You know this beautiful Mustang. Yeah. Um, but uh you know she doesn't quite have you know she doesn't have driver's license yet so she has to you know she either walks or she and lily run around on the the scooters which is so funny now because i'm like those are everywhere now Uh, yes (laughs) like it was supposed to be some kind of you know san francisco thing and now it's yeah everybody's got her everywhere so but like you know she's at this age where you know, 15, 16, that's a tough age anyway. Yes. Because you're a few years away from quote unquote adulthood and you're supposed to be figuring out who you're going to be, who you want to be, and who you're going to be as an adult. So, you know, she probably could have had a hard enough time just trying to figure out you know, like where she was going to go to college yeah. and what she wanted to major. But then to have somebody step in and say, oh, who you're going to be as an adult has already been decided for you. Yeah. And you didn't, you didn't grow up with this information. Cause like, you know, if you, you know, children of royalty, they're, you know, from, from the cradle, they are taught what to do and what to expect and how to act and all these things. And she's here like, fumbling through it uh you know and you know kind of like in real time and everyone's watching her like the paparazzi is all over the place and trying to get trying to get it in with her and and you know sneak you know cornering her at school and Mm -hmm. and and you know finding her at, at the at the party in an embarrassing situation because tabloids and I mean, at least like like the gym the gym teacher at the you know the party finds her and they're like you know get out of here vultures. Yeah, I love the gym teacher. She was so fun. Um, but yeah, it's it, I mean there's there's a lot of things that you kind of expect from a movie like this, but it doesn't do all the really cruel, awful, terrible things. Like I like I I mentioned Never Been Kissed a little bit earlier, and I'm just realizing these came out those two came out fairly close to one another mm-hmm. um and that one never been kissed there's like the, the character in that one she gets so she gets picked on so awful like so bad and it's like you guys really it's like is that really how high school is for a lot of people i mean maybe but but the fact that they didn't do that they didn't go that route with princess diaries i really appreciate because you know it's just you're, you know, like you said, it, she's she's 16. She's got enough on her plate, and then you throw this extra thing into there, and it's like that makes that's for that makes plenty of drama without throwing in all the all the bullying and 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 basic social torture mm-hmm. in there anyway, yeah. or or dragging out, you know, like uh-huh. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Lee, she and Lily get into a fight because Lily doesn't understand the you know the her best friend is suddenly changes you know her looks are different she's wearing slightly different clothes um that seem more you know hoity-toity than what she's used to and but once lily finds out what's exactly going on 
they could have dragged it out even longer and been, you know, maybe made Lily like super jealous or something. But no, yeah. she's like, oh, wow, that's a lot to take in. I'm yeah. going to really, I'm going to support you because you're my best friend. Yeah. And it's like, I'm really excited and happy for you. Yeah. And Sandra O's character. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the oh, assistant yes. principal. The principal. I just kind of love how she just ignores the one girl that's trying to make Mia's life a living heck again after she gets taken down a peg or two. Sandra's like, oh, you know, her character's like, oh, whatever. You'll do just fine. Just, you know, have it dry cleaned. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was in a very important faculty meeting and I didn't see it. Send it out for dry cleaning. <laughs> Yes, and it's it's kind of funny because even the faculty at the school know like who who the bullies are, who's who's making whose life miserable, and all these different things. And it's just it's 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 a great it's it's great it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all those things that you wish would happen when you're when you're that age, you wish would happen in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Oh. And you know, like, you know, speaking of Julie Andrews, because, you know, we know her as Mary Poppins. We know her as uh, Sound of Music, and she has, like, these very dignified sort of roles. And this one is still dignified. But there's also a bit of like an element of comedy to to what she's doing, mm-hmm. and so it's so so and it's not like you know she's the one cracking jokes, but she's sort of more the straight man to all the craziness going around. I, I you know it kind of reminds me, um you know after our review of Oscar, kind of reminds me of Sylvester Stallone, like having all that good comedic timing, but that's because he's the straight man in all of this all this nuttiness going around so it's the same sort of thing with julie andrews but then she still has these little moments uh things like you know mia says you want to slide in first she goes i never slide (laughs) (laughs) so but it's it's still like it's freaking julie andrews come on yeah Yeah. exactly and and that was i mean there were some other character things with the, the the mia's father in the books that you know disney was like yeah this isn't appropriate um, yeah uh, like, let's so, just kill him off we're good at that yeah so they ended up killing him <laughs> off but then they were able to give like a lot of his um lines and some of the things that he does to support mia and help her along uh they ended up giving to julie andrews and, and you know in this case you know the Meg Cabot was all like, uh, yo, that's fine. You know, totally. Is <laughs> Julie Andrews. <laughs> yeah. In this case, yes, gets. completely kill off one of my main characters if you want Dame Julie Andrews to uh uh <laughs> uh you know take a you know, have a big part in this. So mm-hmm. and this was actually the first time that Julie uh had done anything with disney since mary poppins oh wow you think about julie andrews and you think about this amazing career she had and yeah mary poppins was a big part of it in fact the the studio the 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 soundstage on the disney studio lot soundstage two i think um 
where they filmed this was actually the same sound stage they had filmed Mary Poppins at and has since been named the Julie Andrews like soundstage um so but yeah I mean she's she's had this long career but actually her connections you know as she's not you know the role of Mary Poppins is makes her you know connected to Disney for all time but um uh yeah it's crazy to think that you know, she really hadn't done anything with Disney since until you know until then. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but that was I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she does a really good job of playing kind of the straight person to Anne Hathaway's kind of <laughs> crazy, <laughs> you know, this kind of Laurel and Hardy, you know. Yeah, maybe not so much Laurel and Hardy. Maybe more uh, uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. <laughs> yeah, that's more of a better analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Where obviously Julie Andrews is the Dean Martin uh, yes. <laughs> side of things, while Anne Hathaway yes. is the the Jerry Lewis. And actually, there there's some there's several things that are in the movie that happened because Anne Hathaway was apparently in real life almost as clumsy as Bia is supposed to be like when wow. she and Lily are um uh at the bleachers when they're in the rain and uh-huh. Bia slips that was Anne Hathaway slipping wow <laughs> yeah and then at the first dinner where she accidentally catches the guy's uh sleeve on fire Uh that he was supposed to set it on fire but he was just supposed to take his arm dunk it in the thing of ice and it was supposed to go out (laughs) it didn't go out so when she throws the glass of water on him that's Anne Hathaway freaking out because the fire didn't go out like it was supposed to (laughs) oh boy oh I love this Mm. (laughs) so yeah there's Mm. a uh, the uh, the line between Anne Hathaway and uh, Mia is a bit blurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, and the fact that you know she fell out of the chair in the audition. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's their princess. <laughs> yep. Yep. So uh, she, uh, I think she was maybe kind of born for this role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, what can we say about Joseph? <laughs> yeah, I love it. He's Dr. Elizondo uh, is Joe. I Joe. love him. One of my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember when I was little and I first watched it, I, for some reason, I thought he was going to like be kind of like not necessarily a villain, but turn on them somehow. I don't know, like, maybe, like, rat on them to the paparazzi or something. <laughs> but no, he's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, the the budding romance between, mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. Clarice and, and Joe mm-hmm. was not originally in the script. Oh, you're kidding. No, 
No, that was really? that was something that actually um, um, Hector and, and Julie Andrews uh, picked up on and decided it should be expanded upon. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, they had the, uh, the they had they had the dance scene. But they realized that there could be some chemistry there between those two, um, so they decided to go with it. And um, uh, according to Hector Eliz- Elizondo, he said we felt we felt that a romance after fifty was important to tell, and it could be sensual and sexy while keeping your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Good on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, especially because at this point the queen is, um, you know, still kind of in mourning mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. after the the death of her uh, her husband. And it, it actually she does, you know, she's wearing black and dark colors until that scene, and Joe tells her you've been wearing black too long, and after that she starts wearing color again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a nice little touch. Oh. Uh, um, I don't really have anything else for the first movie um, to, to add. So uh, the second well, I, one. I, oh, what? I can feel whole like the whole pain about the social, the, the public speaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never caught, mm-hmm. quite got as bad as she did, but. Yeah, it was close sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or even just like, you know, what Chrissy was saying at the beginning, you know, pre-makeover Mia, you know, just feeling mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like nobody noticed me, you know, I just want to get through my day. I've got like a couple of friends that yeah. don't mind me and my quirks and you know I'm not necessarily the most attractive person um but you know that's not necessarily what I want either um you know she's just she's just you know she's 15 you know she's just trying to she's just trying to get through these these really really awkward years yeah. you know high school can suck no matter who you are um mm-hmm. so uh yeah i totally i totally get pre-makeover mia you know like yeah um you know I, I had some days where i'm like i just wish somebody would come and give me a glamorous makeover mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah so uh we we were all dreaming for for Paolo. Yeah, Paolo. Yeah, Paolo will come and give us a makeover. And... Yeah, Paolo. Paolo is the artiste. Yes, he knows. Mm-hmm. He's also he a wants... snitch. So you know. yes, yeah. but but not out of malice. He wanted he wanted people to know that the hair was mine. Yes, yes. Mine, he's else. still a snitch. He is. Yes. I mean, yeah. Oh goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still brought him back for the second one so yeah, yeah. well there's our yeah, segue yeah. into the second movie uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, at least at least Joe is still around. He got a yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, if for anything else, the second movie gave us the opportunity to. I'm sure there were people that you know because they decided to pick up that that you know very subtle thread of the potential romance between Clarice and Joe, and kind of go with it. Well, not, not so subtle on it by the and, very end. No. Yeah, yeah but, you know, the, there was that, that that hint of a little something, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the movie really was the focus. You know, Mia was the focus. You know, she needed, yes. to, she needed to be the focus of the movie. But the second one gave us the opportunity to really expand upon that relationship between joe and and clarice and mm-hmm. give them their happy ending at the end yes they're so, they're yes. so cute oh yes, yes. and yes, we have a are. future uh star trek captain and a <laughs> and a dwarf from a certain <laughs> fantasy series in this yeah one really well. <laughs> well you know by this time you know it you know it's it's 2004 for the second mm-hmm. movie at least as far as release for us you know it's more years have passed in universe yes um, and, and past, can, but... can i just say just how annoyed i was that they broke up mia and michael mm-hmm. i'm just i mean that was that was like one of the best parts of the first movie was that yeah i mean she doesn't all of a sudden you know become a princess and is uh, and suddenly you know she gets to date the hot guy from school she she gets the the guy that you know the the best the her best friend's brother that was always kind of there crushing on her a little bit but didn't really know what to do about it and you know he, you know he was he was he saw her before you know all this happened and i'm like oh that is so sweet and then at the beginning of the second movie like no no we're just friends i'm just like really <laughs> yeah it's cuz he didn't want to come back i know uh, the actor I didn't know. want to come back cuz he actually is in a band in oh. real life and by that point uh, the band was on tour and uh. Being, uh, having a rather successful career so uh, I like mm-hmm. that I like them together and then you know she has to go find other <laughs> you know royal dudes to, to date in court and so yeah. that they can well at least she didn't get stuck with the 12 year old true yes yeah the 12 year old who would later star in uh, santa claus too yeah <laughs> oh goodness i did read like i was doing a little teeny bit of research about the books i did read that they actually in the books mia and michael got married or they had a long relationship something like that that? Well, I guess there's the books, but I didn't like the books, so, <laughs> I, know. so I wouldn't. I would probably wouldn't like the. I didn't like Mia in the books, so I probably wouldn't enjoy the relationship. In probably the book. not. Yeah, mm. I only read the first one, and I was like, no, this is not. This is not for me. Which you know, I guess if you were a fan of the books first, and then you saw the movie, you'd be really upset. But like, what did they do to the characters? And so I guess I'm just the opposite. I saw the movie first and liked it, and the book just the changes were better. So then, mm-hmm. I know that's probably mm-hmm. blasphemy, but eh. 
Yeah. And then we get a certain uh, surprise cameo. I had to double check to make sure I wasn't watching a different uh, genre of movie. Yeah. There's a guest start arriving for the, uh, the royal wedding. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Checking off uh, names on the guest list. And hello, Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> I was like, Gear, oh, okay. Gear, gearing I was up. happy and sad at the same time. I was like, oh, it's a Stanley cameo. In a not Marvel movie before movie, yes. Marvel movies were really, well, I guess they were sort of a thing they, kind yeah. of but by then. Not not as we know them now. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. I mean he he'd been making he's been making cameos since like the seventies. Yeah. Right. In in this, that, and the other thing, but it was, this was just, you know, so blatant where, you know, it was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I should like, be on your list. Yes. He's he's like flirting with the uh the the uh the poor lady checking off the names and the mm-hmm. lady he's with is like, yeah, he was watching the three stooges. Yeah, that's how he learned English. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like, you know, we get the first movie, which uh, helps launch the career of Anne Hathaway with her first, you know, major motion picture uh, credit. And then we get the sequel, which um, helps uh, give the first uh major film appearance of chris pine mm-hmm. yep with hair that just does not look right to me and no, no, no i agree no, like, yeah. well wrong. i mean i i mean you know you know since, since he's loop. been yeah <laughs> since he's been a, a big star and people are like he was in princess diaries too he's i'm like he was so yeah. i you know go back and look i'm like okay i guess that is him if i you know tilt my head and squint and imagine him exactly. with a different haircut mm-hmm. yeah something. it's it's not so much the color the yeah. color is okay but yeah the yeah. shape of it is just wrong it just like Weird. does not fit his head no. Yeah. There was there was like some how uh, big some... do you think his face is? Yeah. <laughs> there was some there was some hairdresser who was having fun experimenting. It was somewhere. Paolo is what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That was his equivalent of boy moose. <laughs> yeah. That that was the boy moose. Yes. yes. Yeah. And we we aren't we aren't talking about one of the um supernatural brothers. No. No. <laughs> no. We're talking actual moose. moose. The moose yes. that make them go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But yeah, then we at least this movie, well, I say at least, but in this movie there's definitely a obvious <laughs> villain, villain. Yes. played masterfully by John Reese Davies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sal Sal has gone dark side. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but he's just he's so you know just he does he does a role like this so well. So mm-hmm. Um, and poor Chris Pine, you know, he's just the <laughs> really just the hapless nephew that is just along for it because why not, you know? 
pretty mm-hmm. much yeah he's like i'm old enough to be king and my dad would have liked it so yeah sure let's totally manipulate the princess so that i can usurp the throne but i think really his his uncle just really wanted him to become king so that he could be the puppet master oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. behind the scenes so um he you know uh nicholas may have been you know could have been king in name but you know the viscount would have been the guy calling yeah. the shots mm-hmm. yeah there's there's a lot of that that happens i'm sure yeah but, um yeah it's a, they they don't they don't want the title themselves but they want to be you know really the influence and the power yeah to to paraphrase a certain uh broadway play they want to be in the room where it happens (laughs) yes yes yes, that too Uh, yeah yeah but yeah i mean the whole idea of a of an arranged marriage yeah i I think even today there are there are um certain cultures that that yeah. still follow follow mm-hmm. that and if that works mm-hmm. for them great yeah it, it's definitely you know it definitely has to be a cultural thing i mean yeah. in our culture it's like ew no but yeah there are places where it works just fine so yeah but, well yeah. and it and it worked for me as grandmother so yes mm-hmm. you know she was she may have never been you know head over heels you know kicking one yeah. foot up in the air in love with her husband but you know it was but a yeah it was a pleasant experience for her yeah. she, she obviously mm-hmm. doesn't regret it yeah no and so. it's it's kind of like what you're what you're raised to expect like like i said earlier you know royal you know royalty generally they're uh they're you know they're raised with certain expectations and and what and what they're supposed to be doing or what what to what their life is going to be like whereas you know most people are all like no i get to choose what i want and all of that so it's it's just a little it's a little different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well it uh, it also is different depending on you know where you are in the hierarchy yes so, so for someone like mia mm-hmm. who is supposed to be the next person to take the throne there's certain expectations for her yes um so like we see that with even in real life with royalty you know the like you know the the british royal family you know although i think i really think william and catherine married for love uh yeah yeah catherine does come from a upper class you know Mm -hmm. not titled not like diana was but still you know someone of you know, she went to the same, you know, secondary schools and had the same education as William and, and, and all of those things, uh, because William is going to be king someday. So it, yeah. it stands to reason that if he's going to marry someone and fall in love, hopefully it's someone that also checks those boxes that people would, you know, expect the future king to, to yeah. marry. Uh, but then, you know, you have his brother, Harry, who like half of the family tree would have to be wiped out before Harry would ever be eligible to become king. So he mm-hmm. married a commoner. He married an American who was divorced and, uh, you know, of mixed race and not, you know, 
you know, went to Eton and Cambridge and all of those things, you know, she's, yeah, uh, she doesn't check those boxes, but you know what? It, the, the expectations aren't there for Harry either. So he had a yeah. bit more freedom. Um, you know, it kind of sucks when you think about it. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. here, you know, we have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, us regular folks, you know, you marry for love. Yeah. And, well, and that should be it. That should be all that matters is do you yeah. love each other? But yeah. Well, I mean, you read enough historical fiction like I do and, um, you know, and some of it historical romance, but there, mm-hmm. there's, you know, definitely a sense um, in in the in those stories. It's like, oh, you know, marrying for love is so, you know, lower class. Only the poor will mm-hmm. will can can do that, and we have to we have to marry to, you know, for for, for it's a business lineage. transaction. Yeah, for lineage, yeah. for you know alliances for you know all this other yeah. stuff which i tried so, to explain that to chauncey once and he did not understand that that is a concept that actually existed at one point <laughs> really yeah. yeah i must i just must read a lot of historical fiction and biographies and stuff because i'm just like yeah that's kind of that's how it worked for yeah. many many so like like you know, kind of, kind of go off on a tangent. So, like, if you're ever doing family history and like tracing your line back, like once you have, once you get to a certain point, um, like everybody married, like not really, not necessarily royalty, but you know, peerage, the title, the nobility, and so once you, once you figured that one out, you know, you know if you if you figure it out to that point, then then you've you basically got your line figured out to you know the early gosh medieval times or 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 whatever somewhere really Mm -hmm. far back because uh they they kept such meticulous records and kept track of like everybody's bloodline for Mm -hmm. for better or worse some most of the time worse you know as as you look at dna and genetics and things and whatnot (laughs) but you know they truly truly believed that that you know, bloodlines had to be pure and they had to be maintained because it was, you know, yeah, the J.K. Of- Rowling didn't pull the yeah. pure, pure pure blood thing out. No, of no, air. that's that's <laughs> that concept has been around for millennia, probably from you know the beginning of, of recorded human history is mm-hmm. your bloodline. If your royalty must not ever be diluted. That's why you get so many royal cousins marrying. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you know we kind of see how that <clears throat> turned out mm-hmm. later, um, but yeah. So yeah. it's it's fascinating and kind of sad, but also it's sort of like a train wreck that you can't look away from. <laughs> yeah, like like I've been like down a rabbit hole of like the Tudors. Oh yeah, oh, yes. of, of anything. Mm-hmm. Look at those guys. <laughs> and like yes. I was talking about Anne Boleyn and um her sister Mary. Yeah, and they were talking about like Mary. Uh, married someone beloved and didn't even tell anyone mm-hmm. and like they had like this whole big deal and she was basically like, su- shunned from the family yes so uh, it is this is serious business when you're royalty mm-hmm. and marrying and love does not enter into the equation at all it is who are your parents who are your grandparents who were your great 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 grandparents and that makes you a suitable match Mm-hmm. And yep. this and this history lesson, courtesy of the Five Ish Fangirls, has been brought to you by. <laughs> yeah. Love is not 
vote in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's but, why, you know that, that, that yeah. you know that's why that becomes a a plot point. You know, it's a major mm -hmm. plot point of the of this movie is the you know Mia. You know, there's this stupid archaic you know law on the Genovian books that nobody has ever bothered to enforce until now because mm -hmm. you've got John Reese Davies who's got ulterior motives. Uh, Look, if he wasn't in the picture, nobody call. would yeah, nobody would probably think twice about it. Um, but it is steeped in you know some historical fact, you know, that yeah, a woman could be queen, but she still had to have a man mm -hmm. by her side, presumably to, you know, guide her because women are stupid. Or at least stupider than men. We're too emotional. <laughs> We're too emotional. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll show you emotional. <laughs> yeah. So you know the the fact that the you know that she gets matched up with this this guy who actually seems like a good guy. Yeah. Yes, if, yeah. if there had been an attraction there, it probably actually would have been a really good match. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's just, you know, Mia's young and she's got these ideals of wanting to marry for love, um, as much as she loves her country. So, you know, it's a, like, it's a tough situation both? she's in. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like the girl in the taco, com you know, taco commercial. It's like hard shell, soft shell. Why can't we have both? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, and it uh, supposedly by the end of the movie she does get both so mm -hmm. and she also proves that she actually will be a good ruler even though mm -hmm. she yeah she did not grow up in Genovia and therefore had is really behind the learning curve mm -hmm. but yeah. you know like at the it's like a the um like what was it like a outdoor tea party garden party or whatever and she's walking around and asking people about their families and their pets and people are like oh you remembered and I was like well yeah she's just because she's not from here doesn't mean she's a complete asshole you know yeah, it's not, I mean we're not just making small talk because it's the thing that is done yes we're right. actually you know she actually cares mm -hmm. she actually remembers because she talks to people yeah. And you know, and in her mind, that's and her memory's uh, better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I'd be screwed, I, but that's just because my memory is crap. So yeah. But I, you know, and she's, you know, in her mind, a ruler like should, you know, make a make an effort, make a point to, mm -hmm. to yeah, to show some interest in in people what they what they need and what their yeah. concerns are and things like yeah. that so well she, she i mean she recognizes and both her and her grandmother does too you know when she, they're meeting with people um you know people coming to to you know express their concerns and things and you know her grandmother's like oh yes we'll send somebody out to take a look at your well and you know mm -hmm. they they both understand that yeah the title may be queen of genovia you know, the country, but the country doesn't exist without the people living in it. Yeah, right. exactly. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'd just be ruler of a bunch of land. Yes. Yep. And apparently pear trees, because that's the thing that Genovia is known about, is pears. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and just the way she I can't hands. decide yet if pear flavored popcorn would actually be good or not. Yeah. Well, it's a combination mm. sweet, salty. It might yeah. be good. And just the way yeah. he handled two of the parade. Oh, yeah. With the young oh, yeah. girls. Yeah. Pulling a page mm-hmm. out of Princess Diana's book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, look, there's small children that require, you know, some loving attention. Mm-hmm. I am drawn to them like a moth to the flame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, I would not make a very good ruler because I don't really like kids. <laughs> I have a bad memory and I don't really like children. Notice I am not royalty. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. I don't think I, I, I can't wear heels anymore either. So oh, I just don't check any of the boxes. Same. Although, you know, there was a time where I'm like, ooh, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was like Mia when they're going through the, the uh, pictures of eligible bachelors and Prince <laughs> yes. William pops up and you're like, oh, yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? You know, like, I volunteer as tribute. Uh-huh. <laughs> like there's a like he can't because he's already eligible for his own, the, his own throne. throne. Yeah. yeah. Like, Why is he his picture mm-hmm. of him? It's, it's like, like looking, looking at him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Very yeah. understandable. Yeah. So but yeah. Nowadays I just I just like watching the the royals from my computer screen. Like, yeah, you go ahead and do all those things wearing those six inch heels. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be over here in my in my fuzzy slippers. <laughs> or, or, or my nice comfortable, sensible sneakers. Yes. Mm-hmm. That even some days those don't seem to be soft enough. Yeah, true. Uh, true. <laughs> I'm getting old. But anyway. <laughs> Kids, don't get old. It sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, speaking of getting old and older, now that it has been over 15 years since the uh, the second movie there are still people that want a third and it sounds like it's still in the works <laughs> well it was in the works it's been off and on in the works for several years uh, there's a loose script that is written um but it kind of went on the back back burner when we lost gary marshall back in 2016 yeah um because he he wanted to do it um and was up for it and was all like oh yeah let's let's do this thing um but yeah there are some people and most of the cast has said they were more than more than happy to come back um come back for it so um but do you do you do you think at this point all these years later do you think that mia's with nicholas do you think maybe she got back with Michael? Maybe it's someone completely different. Hmm. You know, what, hmm. what, what, what do you, where do you think Princess Mia is now? Oh boy. We know her well, grandmother's got her happily ever after. I love that. Right. They're like, yes. like, oh yeah, the Ooh. wedding's canceled. You know, the wedding between Princess Mia and this other guy is canceled. But hey, since you're all here, dressed up, the, <laughs> but let's the, not, the let's vicar not is here. The choir is here, which that poor, you know, harassed choir director. Yeah, it was Anne Hathaway's actual mother. Oh, Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) Again, 
cool. Yeah, the queen, the queen's comment about nepotism should remain in the arts. There's so many family members, like the uh, the pictures and the short scene we see of Mia's father, like writing her that letter uh-huh. when he's out fishing. That's Anne Hathaway's actual father. Nice. And Fat voice, Louis, too, right? Yeah, Fat uh-huh. Louis uh, is Anne Hathaway's actual cat. <laughs> Although there were other cats that helped play the role. Uh, but Fat Louie is based on Anne Hathaway's actual cat. Uh, oh, nice. Gary Marshall makes an appearance in both movies. Penny Marshall makes an appearance in the first movie. Um, the Queen's um, like personal secretary or whatever, Charlotte, that is Gary Marshall's daughter. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, the, who the, you know, guys. Yeah, those two, those uh, the 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 two granddaughters I mentioned that uh, told him that he needs to hire Anne because she has the best princess hair. They appear as the two little girls that ask for Mia's autograph in the first movie, and then they also make yeah. an appearance in the second movie. <laughs> so yeah, there's a whole bunch of family. <laughs> there's a lot of nepotism. <laughs> They're like, hey, I, I need I need some adorable little girls to come, you know, ask Princess Mia for her autograph. Do you girls want to come down to set today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the, uh, there was a clip I found um, on. I'll have to try find it again on on YouTube, and it's it's uh, Gary Marshall saying, "Yeah, I work best when I'm surrounded by people I know." <laughs> so people that i know love me and really care for me so. yes <laughs> at least that's his excuse mm-hmm. <laughs> rachel back to your question about who we think mia ends up with it's hard to say i mean i would like to see her with michael but i mean if chris pine is available and they're <laughs> and he's willing to do it i wouldn't mind seeing those two together or that unless they're friends and she's married someone else (laughs) yeah i'm open for any any of those three options (laughs) yeah i mean as far as like you know the the amount of time has passed i mean anne hathaway she still looks good Mm -hmm. julie andrews you know is still kicking it we know chris pine still looks good and actually his hair is way better now Uh, (laughs) and maybe they can throw in a joke about i'm so glad you stopped you know doing your hair that way yes Yes. or something (laughs) or or thank heavens paulo retired yeah Wait a minute, yeah, how did you know he was my hairstylist? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, a, just a guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, as yeah. far as as far as the cast is concerned, other than the fact that we wouldn't have Gary Marshall to direct it. Um, yeah, that would that would be kind of the oh, I don't I mean yeah. I mean you could get another director, but there's always just this this thing about it's not quite the same and also mm-hmm. you know because so much time has passed like like i said the first movie came out i was in high school and i was that weird or maybe i was just still in middle school i was at that that weird awkward teenage phase and then 2004 i was mm-hmm. in college and i'm like i don't know if i would connect with a princess diaries movie the same way i did back then so i mean you you definitely have to have to make the movie for you know, you know, make the movie for either the the people who watched it when you know we were all teenagers and you know we were all kids, or try to tailor it for 
our kids somehow. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know how they do that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what would the third movie, like what would the plot be? Would it be like, because they did My Big Fat Greek Wedding too, and that was about um, the their daughter. Mm-hmm. With, with that, some, that, with, and yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see it, I just read about it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know the details, which is, you know, the first one I love. That, that's another one that, you know, about, mm-hmm. you know, roughly the same time, the time, roughly the same time frame. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and you just, you just have this, the, you have this attachment to the original and mm-hmm. sometimes it just doesn't quite live up to, to what your memory was when, when you like do a redo, a reboot, a sequel or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. I'm torn on the idea. I, I'm not opposed to it. But at the same time, I'm like, what would they even do? Right. But, I don't know. Yeah, time will tell, I guess. I guess mm-hmm. so. If, yeah. if it, if it uh, comes to pass or not. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh, did we did we mention that uh, about Julie Andrews singing in the second? Oh one? no. that one that because okay i'm not entirely 100 percent sure of of the events uh you know because because there was all this talk of you know julie andrews had lost her singing voice and she would never be in her speaking voice too i mean you can hear it in several several scenes especially in the second movie her voice is very gravelly yeah, and it, at this point, it had been she'd had that throat surgery that yeah. essentially destroyed her vocal cords in '97. Yeah, so it had been several years, but yeah, her yeah. singing um, in the second movie was actually the first time she'd ever sung in a yeah. film or in public since the surgery. Yeah, which you know, for for you know, because I just heard, oh, she'll never sing again. I'm like, oh, that is just that's just awful. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh no, she sings in the second one. I'm like, yeah, what now? So- she <laughs> sings. Air yes. quotes. It's not Mary Poppins singing. No, no. no. They but- they, obvi- they obviously had to adjust it so mm-hmm. that she's kind of speaking singing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but having you know, with that in mind, the fact that she did it at all well, yeah. Like, yeah really really amazing yeah. so mm-hmm. i mean you know it's freaking julie andrews guys right well, yeah. exactly yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's you know just because she could have just been like oh no i don't want to and no one would have faulted her for it but the fact no. that she that she went for it and did it i'm just like oh that's that's dame julie Mm-hmm. she also did the mattress surfing herself too <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that that makes all the you know the cheesy disney channel antics in that scene kind of worth it because it's like you got mm-hmm. julie andrews to do it okay and it's like, mm-hmm. that, that, that's no that's stunt double that's her that is yeah. Dame julie andrews sur- that is surfing <laughs> down a slide on a mattress obviously yes. yeah, i'm sure wired up to the nines oh, with yes, padding all over the place mm-hmm. you know yes. oh, of course heaven of course. forbid they kill dame julie andrews uh, uh but, or even yeah. injure her right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the fact that she, the fact that she did it, 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 you know, they even get a little wink, you know, where you know when she's telling Mia, she's like, "Oh, I did something similar when I was your age," and she's like, "Grandma, you never, you know, I don't, I can't imagine you 
surfing or whatever it is she says she's like oh no but i flew in my day yes we're all like, like steve know- rogers like i understood that reference <laughs> <laughs> yes it's like you all you all know what this is don't you mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like i don't uh, have my talking um umbra- you know parrot umbrella but i can i, I can make this mattress work <laughs> yeah I, well and that there there was there was that bit in the first in the first movie where you know she's gonna knight the 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 bus driver and the and the police officer that was the and she's second like, one yeah or, well, well, and then, well then the she, first one it was yeah, the first first, it's in the first Sorry. one like after the car crash and you know, yes. she's getting she's getting Mia out of a ticket and the people mm-hmm. in the bus are all like oh I've got an umbrella and she's like ah. yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry I watched them both back to back so they kind of yeah, yeah. No, no, that's... <laughs> it's all good and, and, and my favorite with, and the, also the scene with the fan are you sassing grandma are you sassing mm-hmm. grandmother <laughs> yeah as, as much as as much as you know reconnecting with her grandmother and going through this whole thing um has changed mia's life obviously she's uh, she's also had an effect on her on her grandmother like when yes. the, the parliament you know decides that uh you know mia has to get married if she's going to become queen and you know <laughs> you know clarice stands up and she's like shut up <laughs> <laughs> what wait huh yeah her majesty it's like oh, oh yes. that's an americanism or <laughs> yeah. after uh mia you know slams on on Nicholas's foot <laughs> she's like as a queen I simply cannot condone it but as a grandma I say right on <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh yeah you could tell Julie Andrews was just having a blast with this role yes yes and it, it would it would be good to see her in it again I think mm-hmm. so. yeah well and I think Hector Elizondo was really enjoying his role as joseph too i i mean because he has that comedic tininess some of his mm-hmm. other roles but he could play it a little more loose <laughs> yeah 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 he was a good joe yeah mm-hmm. and he even kind of you know took on the role of sort of grandpa yes to, to me yes. i mean not not mm-hmm. like in an you know in an overt way but you know you kind of are like oh you know he's looking out for her and mm-hmm. and all of this when you know you have there, there's there's a lot of movies and books and stories it's like everyone around the royals are just trying to get you know you know what's in it for me sort of a thing but you know these mm-hmm. you know in this in this one like the people around me actually care about her for the most part so they want to see her succeed yes absolutely and it's uh, and uh, it's it's refreshing because it's like I mean, like like you said, uh, Brittany, you're alluding to like the tutors and all those those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, reading about about that time period, or you watch the the shows and and the documentaries and stuff, and just how cutthroat everybody is. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I want everyone to be nice to each other for once, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But yeah. Anyway. Princess Diaries. The, oh, go ahead. I say I love the like little scene in when she's about to do the parade and she's nervous. And Joe says, "How about how if I 
if you call me Joe, he's like, no. Like, and it's like a nice little callback to the first one, which I always thought, thought was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun when they put the little callbacks yeah. you know, mm-hmm. to the, the previous movie, but it's they don't have they don't have to be like shining a light on it. Hey, look, they made this reference, you know, like they did the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, like right. it's not till the very, very end, like right before Mia's coronation, where Nicholas comes, you know, kind of begging <laughs> for yes. forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And they they properly kiss this time mm-hmm. and she does the foot thing yeah. yeah yeah but it's not like here's zoom in on it yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah but no they it's it's solid it's yeah. a good one they're, they're still... a cute they're a cute pair of movies you know they're yeah. not yes. anything groundbreaking no yeah but but, but they're I, just I still... they're just cute yeah, I still like the first one better, but I, I, I don't hate the second one. Not not by a long shot. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, I found but yeah, myself it's... thoroughly amused by the second one. I found mm-hmm. myself chuckling several times. So. Yes. Well, and I and I loved how um the uncles made or PRS is, is just chuckling at his downfall with the popcorn and then she's yeah, like, shoving it in the cushion <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for her to pull an Oscar and steal some of the jewels and just I quit I'm locking yeah. up <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> so many antics yes yes well, and it was wasn't it just me, or did the one Scottish reporter almost sound so much like Ruthie Connell? Yes, <laughs> from Supernatural. Yes, I had, I had to go to IMDb to scroll. I'm like, okay, that's not her, but man, her voice. <laughs> Made you look. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh. Well, you just never know because you know you these, know. these movies, you know, help kickstart the the yeah. career careers for some people. Like uh, yeah. one little orphan that's getting picked on is a really young little Abigail Breslin. Abigail Breslin, yes, I'm and that's her. And her brother <laughs> is the one playing the twelve-year-old wearing the aftershave. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. <sighs> oh yeah. These are these are fun movies, like we said. So yes. if you haven't seen them or you haven't seen them in a while, they're on Disney Plus. Go check yep, them out. Yep. Yeah, it's, them. it's it's a it's a good time. Like yeah. I said, nothing groundbreaking, but it's it's comfort food. Yeah. Yes, I yes. mean they're, they're yes, fun exactly. cute movies. They're both of them are less than two hours long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and you will you will feel better no matter yes. you know whatever whatever mood you're in. You it is going to be better after you watched one or two yeah <laughs> yes yep. so anyway well uh anyone else have anything they want to say or um, do think so no there's some deleted scenes and bloopers and stuff in the extras on disney plus too. yeah Ooh, so cool. check those oh, out man. they're always yes. fun yeah only I, for the I, only for the first one 
The only thing oh, they have for the that. only the yeah. only thing they have for the second one is the trailer under the extras. Ah, and ah, so, okay. but yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch <laughs> of deleted scenes and stuff for the first one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, well, if any of our listeners have anything they want to chime in about Princess Diaries one or two or anything else we've discussed here today. Uh, send us some feedback. Uh, our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also go to thefiveishfangirls.com, find links to all of our social media stuff. Uh, you can leave comments there. Um, we'll, we'll read them out on the podcast like we did Brian's today. So again, thank you, Brian, for commenting. And uh, also you can find ways to support the show through, you know, Patreon, Amazon, Audible, and other things and as always we thank our listeners thank you for tuning in for enjoying our antics and squee and uh hope you all are doing well and are yeah hope you're all are doing well mm-hmm. absolutely fall is coming yep. <laughs> yes yes we've already we've been planning a, a halloween big big halloween uh carnival in in our at the library's parking lot nice nice october because we have to do everything outside so we're like well let's let's use this (laughs) yes so always fun yes so we are we are full bore into the halloween spirit Mm mm-hmm just make sure when you're uh stocking up all that all that halloween candy to uh stock up on uh toothbrushes toothpaste and dental floss that's yes yes <laughs> yes indeed otherwise you're gonna be paying for fillings next time you go to the dentist <laughs> yes yes you'll be getting two bags yep. <laughs> a, a dental bag and a candy bag yep yes <laughs> yeah i always i always find it funny that they say you know you go to the dentist's house and they just give you toothbrush i'm like no they'd be given like all the hard candy and the caramel and the sticky mm-hmm. right? stuff yes. cop security you know, they might give both honestly but Mm -hmm. you know i don't know i'm not a dentist if any dentists are out there listening (laughs) let us know what your halloween plans are how you how you how you treat your how you treat the neighborhood kids there you Mm -hmm. go all right well with that (laughs) we shall uh, sign off for this week this is Brittany Maine saying goodnight this is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City this is Sally from Wisconsin saying good evening and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana the queen is never late everybody else simply early Listening to the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash 5 podcast. 
All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash Five-ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you. Squee!